What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Accelerating your fandom. This is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm always right. That, wow. I mean, I'm Bell. <laughs> you know, I remember a day six years ago when the shoe was on the other foot, my friend. Yeah, well, you know what? That shoe is on my foot now. Yeah, but time travel being what it is, I kind of feel like I eternally live in that moment. So I'm glad to let you share said shoe. But yes, you are. You're like a guy who peaked in high school, except for you peaked in season one. (laughs) (laughs) And in that way and in no way else. Uh, Yeah, yeah, of course. Welcome to Flash TV Talk. Of course, we are the uh, the the podcast that is here to bring you all the latest and greatest news reviews and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we are live, ladies and gentlemen. We have been doing this live. We did it last week. I think uh, we mentioned it on the show, but we are uh, up using twitch.tv slash the real Bo York. Yes, that is my personal Twitch handle, and I cannot promise you that if you subscribe to it, you won't see me playing as a pirate character. And I mean like literally in character playing a pirate game. Uh, if that's if that's something that you want to run in the opposite direction from, I completely understand. Uh, hopefully at some point this will have its own dedicated channel. But if that's something you're into, hey, twitch.tv slash York. Uh, it can only, it's pretty entertaining. If you haven't seen it, I would suggest, you know, just at least subscribing just to watch that. Yeah, no, I, my, my pirate character is very, uh, it's on point. It's on point. Uh, bell, we've got a, we got a fun episode to talk, uh, talk about this week. Of course, uh, we got some news that's not going to be as fun, but we are definitely going to talk about, um, and, and of course we would not even be here right now talking to you if it wasn't for the support of our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash TV talk. Uh, as we've mentioned for the last several episodes and we'll continue to do so throughout the season, uh, we are wanting to do that earth 90 TV talk over the break and the break, by the way, may come sooner than we want, but one way or the other, we want to continue making content for you, but we need your help to be able to keep us kind of build the bridge over, over from season to season. Uh, learn more at patreon.com slash TV talk. Help us get to that earth 90 TV talk to do that retrospective on the entire John, John Wesley ship uh, series, by the way, shout out to uh, Harvey Williams and Steven, the Berg. Yes, I said the Berg uh, for being such amazing patrons. And uh, honestly, it is y'all support that is is why we are here. So thank y'all so much. All right. Um, okay. So so you know what? I'm I'm not even gonna address the elephant in the room because uh, because that's gonna play into the news later on. And and right now, I don't know about you, Bell, but I need a little escapism. I need a little flash in my life. Yeah, yeah, a tiny tiny bit would help. Let's do this, man. Let let's let's jump into the rundown. The, the rundown. rundown. 
episode 15 of season six, The Exorcism of Nash Wells, a.k.a. Mega Wells, directed by Eric Dean Seaton and story by Lauren Barnett and Sterling Gates. Bell, what happened this episode? Well, Barry is given a speed gauge by Cisco and Caitlin, which is a device to monitor his speed to prevent him from using up his reserves of speed force energy. Then Caitlin and Cisco figure a way to stop Nash's body from being taken over by Thawne's consciousness. However, the Eobard possessed Wells escapes and attempts to escape in the time sphere, but Barry is able to stop him. With time running out until Eobard fully takes over Nash's body, Cisco decides to perform an exorcism to rid Nash of Eobard's consciousness. Meanwhile, at the CCPD, Joe and Singh suspect a mole within the department. Elsewhere, Ava sends Mirror Iris in a newly created mirror clone of Camilla to steal a prismatic reflector from Mercury Labs that she needs for her long-term plans. During the heist, they are attacked by another black hole assassin going by the alias of Sunshine, who is stopped by Frost and Barry. To ensure he has enough speed to face Sunshine, Barry injected himself with Velocity X after ignoring Caitlin's advice, and his body rejects it. The team decides to turn the prismatic reflector into Argus for safekeeping and uses this transfer as a trap for Sunshine. The trap is sprung when Sunshine is lured into Barry's CSI lab by Joe, Singh, and Barry, and all the windows are closed, leaving Sunshine powerless. Back at Star Labs, Cecile realizes that Thawne is trapping Nash in a loop of his past memories. Barry suggests he, Cisco, and Cecile enter Nash's mind to help. While there, Sisko encourages a reluctant Nash to confront his memories, while Thawne taunts Barry about his daughter Nora. To conquer his fear and emotions, Nash relives his memory of Maya dying on Earth-13 one year ago. Maya, who is a doppelganger of Allegra and from Earth-712, and apparently is his daughter figure. Having overcome his fear and accepting his responsibility for Maya's death, Nash expels Eobard's consciousness from his mind and back into the negative speed force. Later, Sisko informs Nash that the minds of the previous Wells will still be in his head, and Barry apologizes to Caitlin for using Velocity X against her advice. Then he explains his idea for using Nora's diary to find out how to create a new speed force. Finally, Mirror Iris and Mirror Camilla bring back the prismatic reflector to Eva, who plans to use it as part of her escape. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> All right. Belle was... Mm. Yep. Sorry. Hang on. Let me try that again. <laughs> Bell was. <laughs> Man, sorry. Something's getting, something's caught in my throat. Bell was right. He was right about everything. Bell, you'd called it, buddy. Yeah. You did it all the way. Nail, nail, nail on the head on that one. Uh, congrats yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. This was I, I might might cue up some like, you know, celebration. Something or another. <laughs> Because, like, Bell was not only Bell were you right about Mega Wells, which we knew. We knew you were right about Mega Wells for like for, for weeks now. Like, that was that, that's been known. Last week, we even said, Oh, you're right, but you might not be right about I remember how I was like, Yeah, you might you, not you're, be you're right. questioning my Eobard connection I, I, there. I was, I was, I was questioning everything, man. I, I really was. I, 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 I obviously I was behind Mega Wells, you know, hashtag Mega Wells, Crisis of Infinite Mega Wells, Mega Wells.com, Mega Wells. I'm all about the Mega Wells. Cisco and Mega Wells forever. Cisco, Cisco and Mega Wells, Wells for a thousand years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cisco <laughs> and Mega Wells. Uh, uh, in, yes, exactly. In the uh, library with the plum. Mer. Plum? No, the pipe, lead pipe. Anyway, sorry, it was a clue reference. It didn't work, but what did work is you, my friend, because you got Mega Wells completely correct. 
on every single level. You are right. Somehow, all of them all merge together and have some sort of shared consciousness. It doesn't make sense to me, but it makes sense to you. And clearly, that's the world that we live in. This is Earth Prime. This is where Belle knows more than me about this series and what's happening. And so, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm... I'm just going to drink my martini here, buddy. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> well, you know, it's 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 OMG science. That's kind of my specialty. Uh, I, I am by no means a true. real scientist, uh, <laughs> nor do I have the patience to uh, like research all of these things myself. But I can make up science BS all the time. And uh, I can also identify science BS all the time. <laughs> and, right. uh, you know, use my, my half understanding of science to explain why it's wrong. Um, in this case, uh, this was clearly the only correct answer. It was the only uh, the only way that, that all of this was going to work. And so, yeah. It was pretty. It was pretty obvious. I'm. I feel like I can't be the only one out there. There has to be other people who are like, yeah, that's totally what's going on. No, I'm sure. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. I just, I just want to give you your props, man. I mean, like they are that's deserved. The thing. Every every single time we've called something. I mean, we're not the only people who have. I mean, for example, I called this concept of Eobard existing via you know the negative speed force or his connection to it as a kind of ghost that could possess people, which also does turn out to be the case that literally is the situation so in a roundabout way well no no no. you predicted the in the outcome of this right now he is a spirit comprised of negative tachyons that are formless and i feel now he'll be able to possess people previously yeah. he was he was merged into mega wells because of his connection to wells yeah yeah i'm just saying that i, I saw this happening from like seasons away i'm you know I, but, but yeah. again this is your moment i'm not trying to take it yeah, from you are. or anything like that. no i want to i want to praise you my friend i really do i want to i'm gonna praise you because clearly you have learned so much from me that you were able to call this. So congratulations Once to both I of Once I was but me. the learner, now I am the master. <laughs> well, I yeah, I might, that might be a little, that might be overstated. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so congratulations to you and by extension us, but more specifically me on uh, on all of this. That's <laughs> that's really awesome, man. I'm, I'm really proud of you. Uh, no, but of course, Mega Wells uh, uh, did turn out to be the case. We, we had to give this an extra victory lap for that particular reason because of how amazing Bell is for calling that. Uh, but let's talk about the actual situation that was this exorcism and what was kind of revealed. Because, man, this episode really had everything. And I mean, like, if I go down on paper, I look at this episode as a whole, and I think this literally, if, if I had a a wish list, a laundry list, a, a, uh, a sushi menu where you get to check the boxes of everything that you would want, like, all the stuff would be in this episode. Like on paper, Bell, I should love this episode. And what I'm really looking forward to, and I've been looking forward to ever since the episode aired, is sitting down and talking to you about it. Because even though the components are there, for whatever reason, this did not hit for me as hard as I thought it was going to. Really? Yeah. I which thought is you wild. loved it. I thought so too. And even as I was watching it, I was like doing the math and figuring out like, why, why, why is this not landing for me? But I think I'm hopeful that by the end of our discussion, man, I'm either going to land on knowing why it didn't land for me or... Uh, realizing that actually, you know what? This was a great episode and I, I really enjoyed it. Let's talk about the exorcism. Uh, we did get a little bit of backstory for Nash. We haven't really fully gotten that fleshed out too much, but now we get a, a sense of, you know, who he was, uh, which is this adventurer, Indiana Jones type. And now, of course, what his connection to Allegra or more specifically her doppelganger is. Um, some speculated that she was perhaps a, a biological daughter. A lot of people were kind of picking up on the fact that perhaps she was somebody who was like a daughter and that ended up being the case. And at first for me personally, Belle, I wasn't really like signing on to 
their relationship. It was hard for me to get attached to it. I don't really know Wells or Nash all that much. You know, I keep on thinking of all the Wells, why this Wells. Uh, However, as they got to kind of the fateful thing and you actually see the reason why she died was because she was taking his advice. They got me, man. They kind of pulled my heartstrings right there. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. I, I, I figured that's exactly where it was going when, like, you know, he's sitting there in the in the hall, and you know, he's reluctant. He's always, you know, um, uh, scared to talk to her because he secretly blames himself, but like outwardly, he's saying it was her fault and blah blah blah. But like, yeah, it. it I felt like that's kind of what they were doing. Like he was going to be responsible in some way for what happened to her, whatever it was, uh, just by what they were setting up. And then of course, yeah, they show in the tunnel. He's like, no, she made a mistake. It was her fault, blah, blah, blah. And then he relives the memory and he's like, nope, it was my fault. I, I taught her everything. I'm the reason why she was, you know, putting the prize over everything else and including her safety. Uh, and so, yeah. And like him coming to terms with that, I thought was, was, was pretty neat. I think it'll, it's, it's, it's a moment that we've been waiting for, for a while with Nash. Cause there hasn't just been a lot of, emotional resonance with his character uh or growth with his character emotional growth with his character and so we finally had that moment and we finally had a cisco and and harry moment a cisco and wells moment like it's been this is i think this is like the first significant cisco and wells moment that we've had this season and that was at the end you know when he's talking to him about second chances with allegra so that was that was very much appreciated and long overdue i will say the the entire story and the way in which, you know, Cisco and Barry were able to help Nash confront his trauma was really, um, like, kind of deep. Like, you, you get the sense with all three of them, they've been through some stuff. I mean, we know this. In many cases, we were actually with them as they were experiencing it. And seeing how they've owned their pain, it's, it's a powerful narrative. How do I say this? It's a powerful storytelling tool. And I do think that it was very well acted. Um, And it does kind of give you more like a further deep dive into kind of where the mindset of the writing team is behind the scenes here. Because, you know, therapy, therapy since uh, what, two seasons ago has been like at the forefront of the flash. (laughs) Like it's always, the the therapist really needs to come back. Like as I was watching that whole scene, I was like, now she's got to meet with the therapist. What's she up to? (laughs) You know? I, yeah, I kind of, See, that's something that Legends would do. Legends would bring her back in that specific jokey context um, because Legends... But is it jokey? Because like, she was like, it wasn't just for the, the laughs. We actually saw Barry and Iris doing some some like legitimate like therapy. Now, here's you know an idea. I mean? Mirror Iris and Barry have been having some issues. What if they go to the therapist? Okay, man, you know what? You were jumping way ahead here. I know, I, I am, but like, but you just y- talked you, about the yes. therapist and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, 120,000%. Uh, but we're, we are going to get to that. Now, okay. let's, let's for the moment, let's stick back here. So, um, of course, you know, while we did get a chance to kind of explore um, Barry and Cisco are kind of getting a chance for them to explore their own trauma and, and kind of share their feelings uh, through that process. Um, not only did we get a backstory for Nash, we also got a backstory for Allegra's doppelganger. And, it's interesting because obviously we know that Allegra is going to be a, a pretty pivotal character going forward on the show, at least starting next season, if not before. However, we don't really know a whole lot about her beyond the fact that she's got some um, uh, super family issues uh, in terms of, you know, uh, uh, mass murdering relatives and such. That being said, um, we still don't really know who she is. Wait, what do you mean mass murdering relatives? Uh, uh, you know, um, 
shoot, I'm blanking on on her cousin's name. Uh, oh, oh, oh! Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're talking about Allegra, not Allegra's doppelganger. I thought you're no. insinuating that Allegra's doppelganger killed her family. Oh my gosh, no! But <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> I was like, wow. I was like, okay, okay. Like, like, hold on, let me stop you there. No, it makes sense now. Yes, you're talking about Allegra's mass murdering family member, not um, uh, Maya's family being killed no, by Maya. No, okay, no, no, okay, not okay, at all. Okay, okay, not at all. Although, to some extent, then it would be like an Ern's death as opposed to death for pure motivation of another character. But, but no, that's yeah. not at all what. That's not at all what. Because like mass murdering family members and mass murdering comma family members, right? The, it's it's like the yeah. it's like the whole let's eat grandma <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> like let's yeah, eat exactly. grandma or let's Ex- eat grandma right <laughs> exactly exactly no but but you're actually you're harping on exactly what i'm talking about because when we get development which we often do on this series we get development of doppelgangers rather than our actual characters everything it feels like or it has felt like with with iris over the last several episodes especially like the main one where mirror iris first showed up on the scene felt like some pretty extreme character development only to find out might not have been. Now, it might have been, and we'll talk about that later, but, you know, the same thing here. We get a backstory for a doppelganger of a character that we know that we're going to care about more later, but yet it's a it's not her. You know what I mean? Like, what am I trying to say here? The show has done a very good job at juggling doppelgangers. We know that Jay is not Henry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Barry knows that Jay is not Henry. He deals with the fact that he has to look at the face of his dad, yeah. He deals with the fact that, you know, for example, when uh, Earth 90 Barry died, he had to watch that uh, a man with that face die again. Like he gets that. But he also like like that's that's an emotional. That's a visceral reaction. That being said, he's also very mentally aware that all of these people are very different people. Like they are not the same folks. Same thing's true with the Wells. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cisco's like, this always ends up happening with Harry's. I know that you're not the same one as Harry. I know you're not the same one as Eobard. I know you're not the same one as HR. There are some commonalities here because doppelgangers are doppelgangers. But still, like there is a understanding that this team has that doppelganger does not equal the same person. So my frustration, I think, with the backstory, Bell, is that we spent a lot of time with an Allegra that's not our Allegra. And we're supposed to be getting behind this character because of what's coming. And I just, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. It's not like I'm angry per se. And it's not like we could have had the same story with Allegra. It just feels like, like, give me, give me some more to care about this character. If she is going to replace Caitlin, which I'm not saying she is, she might not be, Yeah. but if she is, why should I be excited for that? And I just don't know. And it's not, I'm not going to get that from a doppelganger. Yeah, it's interesting because, uh, you know, you were mentioning earlier, we don't know anything about her character. And so, like, she's going to be a series regular next season. So, I mean, what if it's what if they go this route? We're like, we go to flashbacks with Nash and Allegra. I don't think they're going to do that. But I mean, it's not out of their own possibilities. But it wouldn't but it wouldn't be her. You know what I mean? Right, I right, like- right. That's what I'm saying. Like, but but yeah. here's 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 the reason why I say that is we have, it is, it is established that uh, the Wellses are now in Omega Wells with Nash, right? Um, what if they maybe not make a uh, Malegra, if you will, but oh, okay, merge okay. the personalities down. Interesting. So the idea is that literally in the same way that Wells has access to the various Wells, theoretically Allegra would have access to Maya well, not in the same way, because I think Wells did it to himself. I don't think everybody got that, right? 
I, I mean, like, I know I, I agree with you on that because yeah. I, I don't, I will grant mega wells mostly because I love saying that word and people are probably getting tired of it. <laughs> um, but, but other characters having that same situation, it seems like you would have to be that level intellect as you kind of pointed out in the past. Well, I'm, I'm saying by artificial means, like here's, here's what I'm saying this. This is, this is what I think is going to, is going to happen is, uh, or maybe not what's going to happen per se, but like, uh, an avenue by which they can explore. And that would be that, um, Nash using the same kind of technology or whatever it is that formed Mega Wells in the first place uses that with Allegra's permission to talk to Allegra or sorry, to talk to Maya and to kind of like um, apologize or, you know, say he's sorry or something like that. And so that way, you know, if they do end up building up Maya's character, they're going to have to do something with it. Allegra. No, 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 no. Maya. I'm saying Maya. If, if they they gave us a scene with Maya today, I don't know if they'll give us any more scenes with Maya. Um, so there's there's no closure there for him. Like he he has owned the responsibility of it. Well, so that's that was the whole deal, right? Like it was literally him like accepting and owning, like you say, the responsibility. I I don't think that we're gonna see more of Maya other than in his own head. And so I don't think that we are going to get that development there. And I would really be disappointed if we did. Now, that being said, I do want to ask those of y'all that are in the chat right now, uh, what are your thoughts? Do you think that they're handling the doppelganger situation very well? Are you are you satisfied with that? Or would you rather see an exploration of kind of his relationship with Maya? Or would you rather actually see a development of Allegra as a character? Um, I'm curious. I could be way off on this, man. I, I have no idea. I mean, honestly, I think Maya is, is more of an interesting character at this point. I mean, Allegra really hasn't done a lot since the whole. Maya is a tragic character, man. I'm telling you, like they, I was very much they were they had to fight to get me on board with that story, and by the time it landed, I really, I was feeling it. Yeah, I, I was definitely feeling that death, and man, I and the just the the pain, oh, the it, pain of like literally her doing the thing that he taught her, and like with that mindset, and it's just one of those things, you know. Anyway, I, it just it, it landed for me. It really did. Yeah, and, and that's that's why I feel you know I mean Allegra they they have some unfinished business there with um, uh, Ultraviolet for sure. I think that's that's an avenue to go down. But then we have this character where we saw her tragic death and we saw Wells's acceptance of that death, but we didn't have any closure on Wells's end or on on, on Maya's end even you know because she, she yep. died. <laughs> but like so, I think that's an avenue that they go down and they can look at. Um, you mentioned, you know, as far as like the doppelganger stuff goes and how we were talking about Iris earlier. And uh, it really bothered me at the beginning when there was the, the, the ambiguity and the doubt as to whether or not this Iris was really Iris uh, with and simply because of all the character development that we saw in there. But since that point, since we knew that Iris is mirror Iris, there hasn't been any development at all. But I think that's, I mean, you're, you're except, jumping except, ahead here. Well, right. I, I, I am. But, and, and so I've accepted that. Like, I think that's okay. Um, okay. So, since, since they haven't wasted any more Iris development on Mirror Iris, I am okay with how they're doing that. Gotcha. Well, just to kind of read off a couple of uh, thoughts shared in the chat here. Uh, Iris Flash 01 saying, love Mega Wells, but not feeling Allegra. Uh, my Mystic Celeste 1. Thank you. Mystic Celeste one is saying, uh, not caring about Allegra too much. Uh, I've tried, but it's, it's just not there. I think that there's an opportunity with Allegra. And I think given the way that the story is playing out, especially with some of the powers that we're seeing, hopefully there's an avenue at the very tail end here for uh, her, her story, her personal story to ramp up. But that's going to happen through her, not through 
the doppelgangers. Now, Bell, I want to do. I want to go ahead and, and kind of transition here to the actual exorcism itself because we saw something that I love on the show, which is using technology and villain technology in particular in a way that. Uh, that brings it back to the forefront. Like we've seen Captain Cold's gun come into play from time to time. We've seen the mirror gun used uh, in previous seasons when Mirror Master was not even on the table. And here we're using that thinker technology with the full-on Brainiac dots and everything, man. Um, We also are seeing something, a well that this team is very willing to go back to, which is the idea of entering into someone else's consciousness or dream or what have you, especially using Cecile's powers. Um, what did you think overall of the exorcism? I thought it was really neat. I, I enjoyed it. It was um, it was a really good defining moment for Barry um, because of how he traumas. He almost tried to kill Nashabard. I guess maybe that works. I don't it's, know. It's still HG Abard. I, I still I still grant. It. OK. OK. Yeah. So, you know, he almost killed him. He almost killed him um, and because he invoked his daughter's name. And so when he was in there and, you know, Barry made the realization that uh, Eobard's always going to try to manipulate him, especially using his daughter's name. He's like, you know what? I'm not going to let you do that anymore. So that's that's a big defining growth moment for Barry with his greatest nemesis. And so I, I appreciated that. And I think that was great. And I think um, we're going to see more of that invocation uh, of love when he thinks of Nora when they start to build the speed force um, and for Nash uh, him reliving that and him accepting that you know th- like I said earlier I think that was a really great thing we finally got some development on this Nash who which has been lacking and we've had we've missed out on Cisco moments with Nash or with I keep saying Nash because it is Nash but like Cisco I mean, Wells no, it, moments it's, it's Nash but I mean you're right it is the it is the dynamic duo right yeah and we've seen I mean that's the great thing about Cisco uh, his character is always able to play off of whatever, you know, like Carlos is always able to play off of whatever Tom throws him. Like they've got a, such a great dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. And so it was, it was just really great to finally see that. So I really did like the exorcism. Um, I thought it worked. Um, Cecile being there at the end of the exorcism at the beginning, it made sense because she was trying to detect where, uh, where, uh, Eobard was and whether or not his conscience was, was in the forefront. And she was kind of like a, uh, like an indicator, like a canary in the, in the, in the mind, if you will, uh, for how much negative energy is, is popping up. Um, towards the end, she didn't really seem to be doing much with, well, I, I guess they're using her as a conduit to get into his mind. Right. Or no, they're using the yeah, devices. I mean, like the devices yeah. with her, or is it like could they use devices without her? If I'm remembering correctly, they could use the devices without her. The, the situation was more that she was almost like a an emotional mental GPS, so that she could figure out which wells they were talking to. You know what I mean? Like she yeah. was able to kind of connect because there were so many minds. They needed her abilities to actually like connect with the right one. Okay. Okay. Well, that that's what sense. I got from from that. Now I could be totally wrong. Yeah. It's yeah, it was more focused on on Barry Eobard and um Cisco and Nash. In, Definitely. In, yeah, in, in that. So but but overall, yeah, I th- I thought that was I thought that was a really neat little uh, little sequence there and I I did enjoy it. I got to tell you overall, I mean like it's a fantastic scenario as just with all of these situations are. Um but I mean like I you know, I got to hand it to the actress, man, Danielle. She 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 commits hard like like that's the in the midst of like the craziness of that scene that woman is acting her heart out and you just like get it in all of its like craziness i just i really love the fact and it's not just her i mean this is true of uh the rest of the cast as well but like 
like she was committing in a, in a really solid way uh, <laughs> in the midst of just the craziness of it all. So anyway, hats off just to the acting in the midst of uh, what is remarkably like just a very, a weird scene and scenario. I mean, weird for other shows. There's not a lot of action. It's just, it's, it, it, it's two groups of people standing next to each other and talking to each other in a hallway, basically. Right. Holding hands, kind of doing a seance type situation. Like, you know, it's, it's sci-fi meets, uh, you know, sci- sci-fi meets kind of like a spectral, you know, spiritual uh, horror, you know, a lot of, a lot of different genres blending together here. But, you know, in the end, I think it worked out pretty well, especially with the, the direction that we kind of for the first time really got some clarity on, you know, what's going on with Wells, what is Eobard and how does he currently exist and what and what how does that work? We got kind of an explanation there. Um, we got some, even in their discussion as things were going on in terms of the doppelganger aspect of things. Like, you know, I think it was Barry who pointed out, like, he's not even a real Wells. You know, he's Eobard Thawne. He just hijacked a Wells' DNA in order to become one. He shouldn't really even be here. But the reality is that the negative tachyons are kind of tied to the DNA, or at least they have been up until this exorcism. So going forward, yeah, uh, theoretically, Eobard might pop up somewhere else looking like somebody completely different. And that kind of excites me. As much as I've loved Tom Cavanaugh's portrayal of him, um, it may very well be the fact that he comes back and takes over Nash or, you know, once Mega Wells reaches the true form, the Omega Wells, the uh, the ultimate Wells, the, the Uber Wells. Sorry, what? The Uber Wells. I'm just saying if he like reaches like a, like a, like a cerebral form of transcending mega Wells. Oh, like uh, like a thinker Wells. Sure. <laughs> My point is if like he gets to that level, then he'll be in like this ultimate state and then Eobard could come and take him over uh, with like the knowledge of the multiverse at his disposal, which does sound like something. Well, we don't know do. because the energy has been, uh, the energy was dissipated out of, out of Nash's body, but we don't know if there was any information taken out as well no i don't think so i think but that's what i'm saying like i think if the i think there's a path that they could go where eobard goes back to take over nash or whatever or whomever he may be in the future um so that he can get access to that knowledge again but you're right as of right now he's just eobard yeah barry's performance issues bell one in five speedsters out there have (laughs) uh have trouble accessing the speed speed force and now barry has has also uh joined that rank I saw on Facebook today uh, an advertisement for hol- for holistic, um, um, naturalistic, no medicine speed force um, solution. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. No, it's it. I tell you what, man. As a as 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 two speedsters, uh, it's when the, those those uh, recommended pop up ads start hitting you that you really start questioning your your ability to connect to the speed force. You thought you could connect to it just fine. <laughs> But I don't know, man. At some point, the speed force runs out. That seems to be the case with Barry here. Uh, of course, you know, uh, through through the death of the speed force, we we do know that he has kind of these residual powers. Um, Team Flash, OG Team Flash, by the way, Caitlin and Cisco, not Frost and Cisco, not Caitlin and somebody else, not Cisco and somebody else. We're talking OG Team Flash coming together to try to fix an issue related to Barry's speed. Really, some great themes and kind of feels from the oldie, uh, the older days, the earlier days of the series. But they come up with the speed watch or the speed meter or the speedometer, if you will, that kind of keeps up with uh, how much speed force he's using at any given moment. It's a great, easy to read color system, which lets Cisco know or let us all know that Cisco does not think very highly of Barry's ability to to tell what's going on. Yeah. So Barry, having some issues, Bell. You got to wonder how much like, see, I I thought it was going to be a thing with the watch where uh, 
I mean, this is how they explained it, right? Immediately after they introduced it was that, you know, the more speed he uses, the different color it changes. But I thought it'd be a thing where it's like the less speed force he has, it would change a color. And we'd start seeing a thing where like, it's green this episode and now it's yellow and oh, it's getting orange. And then that's kind of kind of what they would do with that. But instead, it's just uh, you're using too much speed and you slow down. Yeah, um, I mean, but at the same time, and you're right, I mean, that, that method would have worked pretty well, but as Caitlin explained, they don't actually know. Like, there's no gauge yeah, for true. specifically how much speed force he has. Therefore, the only thing they can really judge at the time is, like, you know, helping him pace himself throughout the process. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious. Yeah, you know, the, the notion of taking away a hero's power to kind of put him in a, you know, especially somebody like The Flash, especially somebody like The Flash at this stage in the game where he really... You know, there's 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 an argument to be made for a while there. There's no reason why he should have a challenge at doing anything. Yeah. Um, which is why, you know, the challenges were more emotional or it was specifically in the notion of let me take away your powers as opposed to you having to get faster, right? Like if you think back to season one, two, and three, the mindset was I gotta get fast, I gotta get fast, I gotta get faster, I gotta get faster. He's so much faster than me, and now I gotta get faster. Then it kind of became like, oh, he's taking away my speed or, oh, he has something over me or, oh, I have to step out of the game because he knows what I'm thinking. Like a large part of what the foil was to Barry was about circumventing his power. And that was really a theme this episode uh, is the notion that metahumans to some extent are weakened because they rely so heavily on their power. Barry now in a situation where his power is taken away, he's forced to be not the flash, but Barry Allen to think like Barry Allen would think to point out that, yeah, you know what? You're a forensic scientist. You have a lab. Haven't seen the lab in a couple of months, but we're going <laughs> to it this episode and I yeah. got no problem with that. So there's, there's a lot of, you know, great, uh, opportunities in the midst of the struggle for him. Although I do wonder if, if this is it, um, for Barry Allen, the flash. I don't know. Um, I I do like the idea that, as you said, they've moved more towards not him getting faster, but like clever, clever ways, mind you, of getting around his speed. Some 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 not as clever as others. Um, in, in this particular case, you know, the, the speed force dying is just kind of like a what? But, you know. No, I mean, like, no, I, I have no problem with the speed force dying. I have no problem with the explanation for it. Honestly, I find this to be a much more compelling situation than previously pseudo contrived situations for why he's lost his speed. So I'm actually, I'm all, I'm all about this particular narrative. Yeah. But I think that's my point. Like to me, this is the best way to tell the story of a depowered or a, you know, I, I'll let me give you an example. Logan. Uh, the kind of final Wolverine film. Yeah. Okay. In that movie, they kind of tell the story of the fact that like, you know, his powers are starting to, to kind of go numb. He's getting on his old age, arthritis and the metal in his body starting to kill him. And they kind of essentially depower somebody who would otherwise be immortal. And while that's not the only reason that's a compelling story, it does add a layer to the story that makes it far more compelling than stuff that's came before. Despite the fact that one of the fact that that character is so cool because he has that immortal capability, um, it kind of took, took things in a different direction. I don't think another Wolverine film with a depowered Wolverine is interesting at all. We've seen that movie. You know what I mean? And it was really good. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, exactly. 
So my point is they finally figured out a way to depower the flash in a way that, at least for me personally, I find compelling. Yeah. Um, well, it's just... So after he gets his powers back, which is, I mean, if I was a betting man... <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, it, it's, it's going to happen. You know, he's going to get all of his speed removed next episode, maybe. Um, and then there'll be an episode... I, I'm going to guess, so in, including this episode... Two more episodes until we have um, a a new Speed Force. I think that's fair. Uh, well, a temporary Speed Force. Right. Sorry. A uh, uh, an artificial Speed Force for Barry. so so so. Do you think? I mean, like, all right. Let's let's talk about that real quick because the the method they are going for is what Barry's suggesting is they want to create an artificial Speed Force. They discover Cisco says very specifically that what they know is that uh, Eobard was able to create one. Uh, however, that's all they know. And yeah. through Nora's journal, though, they have access to what Eobard taught her directly. Eobard's not going to teach Barry how to create his own speed force because Eobard being Eobard. That being said, he did actively tell Nora this. Now, here's the thing that kind of drives me crazy about this, Bell. Why did Eobard want Nora to have this knowledge? No idea. Yes, you do. We saw it at the end of the series. What are the end of the season? Why did Eobard want Nora to have access to this particular artificial speed force? Oh, what to keep him alive? To keep him alive, but also because it corrupted her. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so, so, but now, th- my question for you in regards to that is: Was she tapping into? The negative speed force, or did she create her own negative speed force? To the negative speed force, buddy. That's what she cares. Like, go back to those episodes. She's tapping into the negative speed force. That is right, like, but she's not creating her own. No, but that's my point. So, Eobard was teaching her how to tap into the negative speed force. So, the idea that whatever Eobard taught her was not, oh, by the way, here's how you create a supplemental speed force. Like, he was specifically teaching her about the negative speed force. It's paramount to her turning. Uh, briefly for an episode into kind of evil Nora is paramount to giving her the option of if she wanted to stay, she would have to kind of tap into the negative speed force. But then she made the sacrifice of like, you know what? No, in order to do this, I would lose myself and it wouldn't even be worth existing. And that's what Barry wants to create. Well, hold on. We don't know how Eobard creates the, the negative speed force. So, I mean, could you create a, double negative speed force that's actually a positive <laughs> speed force i mean we don't know yes we don't know yes that's that you know what that's that's not that's not bad yes of course because double that's, negative speed force. That, that's the thing right is that eobar told her how to tap into the negative speed force that's why it turned her bad um we don't know in his notes if if she constructed her own negative speed force we don't know that um i'm assuming that she tapped into the into into eobar's negative speed force that's why it corrupted her so we don't know if barry could create a speed force that is, you know, good. Who knows? Maybe they're not, they're not talking. So here's why I think that that's not the case. It'd be one thing if they were talking about like restarting the speed force or something of that nature or creating a new speed force. They, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. They're using the artificial language. Are they not? They're using the speed force language, but aren't they saying very specifically, they're going to kind of creates their own or an artificial or something of that nature like the language is very much not a new speed force or rebirth the speed force they're not trying to you know essentially kind of reestablish the speed force 
they're trying to create a facade, a fake, a, a, I mean, even Barry in this episode uses velocity. Like, like, you know, he's, he's out there using freaking blue lightning. And we know that's that's what's weird too. Is that like (laughs) velocity was an artificial connection to the speed force. What is Barry connecting to artificially? Well, so the idea is that, you know, again, so blue always seems to imply that there is a attempt to connect to the speed force, but a rejection of that connection. And since In this situation, it's not there, yeah, exactly. Since it's not there, there's literally nothing to connect to. So it is kind of a full on rejection. Um, I love, I love the lightning. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the story crafting and the theory around on uh, the lightning, I find fascinating. Yeah. And so I love to see when it pops up and it certainly did this episode. Um, great to see how that was working out at first. I literally thought, that we were seeing the blue because he was running out. Like literally that was what that was connected. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, and so that it was literally his body trying to make that last ditch effort to connect to the speed force. But no, I mean, it was that indication that he was of course using velocity. So yeah, man, we'll, uh, we'll see where it all goes. I, I mean, again, I think that this is all going to come back and bite him in a big way. I'm not saying you're wrong. Ideas do. I'm not yeah. saying you're wrong. I, I, I think that that would make the most sense because if he's trying to do the same thing that Eobar did, why would he not get the same result? Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's just weird to me because like, I think that ultimately there's going to be some kind of rekindling of the, of the real speed force. Um, I mean, you would think, right? I think so. You know, we speculated last week that it could be Wally that is kind of the spark that relights the speed force. Yeah. Given how much discussion was based off of Nora and Nora's journal, it is possible, especially now that we have like speed force ghosts, tachyon ghosts, if you will. I don't know, man. Maybe Nora might come back and be the spark that lights the new speed force. She doesn't exist, though. Eobard still existed. Except for when he was removed from existence. Exactly. Literally the same thing happened to her. Yeah. I don't what know if she has some sort of like positive tachyons out there. I don't know. I'm just the Nora force, the Nora force. I like it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, that's, that's, that's what's going on with Barry, his performance issues, his friends and otherwise. Now, of course, this episode gave us a lot of reveals and a lot of explanations beyond what's going on with Harrison. What's or rather what's going on with Nash. What's been uh, going on with Eobard the uh, connections that exist and where we can kind of see those characters going. This episode bell also got us a lot of explanation as to what's been going on behind the scenes and a whole nother universe, a universe that is very reflective of our own, but not our own in a pretty major way. And that's going to bring us to this week's speedster speculation, the mirror master bell. We got far more explanation kind of at least more to speculate on this episode with the doppelgangers the mirror versions of uh, camilla and of iris than i feel like we've gotten in previous episodes in fact last week you and i were kind of at the ready to point out that mirror iris isn't iris at all that she's just an avatar for ava or eva or what have you yeah however based on her interaction with camilla this week i'm starting to think that actually we are dealing with some sort of like hybrid type of doppelganger type of situation. Isn't that what I said earlier? It might've been. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think that was my theory. I think so. I think so. I think it was very interesting the way that she talked that Ava specifically talked to Camilla. Um, you do get the sense that the very fact that they need to talk 
means that they're not the same person. I think that the kind of the itching last week really kind of gave us the the sense that perhaps they might be different people or rather they might be kind of the same person, just maybe Ava was projecting her consciousness. But if she's actively having these conversations, welcoming somebody to the team, talking about their counterparts, it's almost like this is a new creation, that this is a doppelganger that is being kind of birthed out of this, uh, the, the mirror universe that obviously comes into the world with some kind of semblance of who they are or who their avatar is, um, but also looking for guidance that is looking for a master, if you will, to tell them specifically what they need to do. Um, very creepy. Like even just the way they were kind of like acting the way that she was in the mirror really does show that there is this connection between the two. I think, Belle, that when this is all said and done, we may very well likely see a merging of the mirror version and the original version coming together. Yeah. So all that stuff I was talking about before, the whole doppelganger, like why give us all this time to kind of get character development for a doppelganger that's not the actual character that we actually want to see? I'm actually now backtracking here and starting to think that the development that we've gotten with Iris, especially early on with Mirror Iris, may actually be an aspect of her personality that may kind of reformulate with who she is. Yeah, again, that's that was my theory. Um, <laughs> is that it's just the darker parts of her personality merged with a with a reflection uh, of 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 Ava, basically. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a merger. I don't know. I, I oh, you don't. I don't know. I I don't. So what I, happens? I so what would happen to the mirror versions? They go back I to mean, the mirror universe. But so, there's nobody in the mirror universe. It'd be one thing no, if no, there the, was. So so Camilla is in the mirror universe right now. I guarantee it. Yeah yeah her 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 physical body is in the Prime. mirror. Camilla yeah, Camilla Prime. Camilla Prime's in the mirror universe. Mirror Camilla is in the regular universe. Right. So when one of them goes through, the other one's going to go through on the other side. That that's what's going to happen. Uh, so now that they have mirror doppelgangers, and so um, that's I think how we're going to see doppelgangers be kind of reintroduced. Um, Perhaps. Let me ask you this. Do you, so let me, let me see if I'm tracking with you. Do you think, you think that there are mirror versions of these characters that pre-exist before no. the prime? Okay. No, no. The only people that are, that have mirror versions of themselves are Iris and Camilla. Ava didn't even have a mirror version of herself because she's the original. She's the progenitor of it, right? She's the one who created everything. So if, if, if somebody else were to get shot with a mirror gun, actually I, I'd be willing to bet also there, there is a, a the, well, no, that was that was before that when they shot the uh, daggers, cicadas daggers right, with the mirror right, gun. Right, yeah, they're they're out there in the mirror universe somewhere. Um, Bell, that is interesting. Yeah, they they are. They're they're still out there. Um, interesting. Okay. And so, okay. if anybody else were to get shot with a mirror gun, all of a sudden we're going to have another double. We're going to have a, a, a mirror version of them in our universe, and the real version of them in the mirror universe. That's where they're going to be. Um, and as Ava's, so it's like mist is kind of what you're proposing here. Like the video game mist. Yeah. Like the video game mist, like the whole concept and uh, spoilers for a game. That's 3000 years old. Years old. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole concept there was like you, you touched the page of the, the books and the first person that went in was there but the only way that that person could get out is if somebody like touched the page on the other side. 
So once the book was created, somebody was always there, but they couldn't get out until somebody took their place. I mean, no, with I, doppelgangers. It's it's that that sounds like a Speed Force prison, but that's not that's not exactly that what I'm thinking. Like a, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. I'm thinking more of um, a situation where anybody who gets shot with a mirror gun or anybody who gets transported into the mirror dimension, a mirror version of them is created, and if they um, if, if if the if the version that's inside the mirror dimension comes out, the other one goes in. Interesting. So only I one like of them. Theory. Yeah, only one of them can be in the real world at the same time. And okay. if they go through the mirror, then they swap. Basically, I I think I think what we're probably going to see. I mean, I, I I hear that, and based on the trajectory of the season thus far, I should get behind it full force. <laughs> the thing is, though, I really do. I do. I think that we're going to see a merger. I do. I think that we're going to see Iris returning to the Prime Universe, and she will kind of merge with her mirror self that's there. Um, and mostly just because I, and, and maybe it's like just selfish, but I want to see that development go forward. The other thing, Bell, that is very obvious, you've already kind of alluded to it this, this, the near the top of the episode, but mirror Iris is not fully Iris. And if Barry doesn't realize this, they need to go back to therapy because they've got some serious issues in their marriage. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty bad actually. Like it's, it's very bad. Yeah. And I get it, Bell. You know what? I get it. You know, when you're having performance issues as a speedster, you know, you <laughs> might not, it, 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 he might feel a little, I mean, maybe he's not spending as much time with her until he tries to figure out what exactly is going on. You know what? I'm, I'm not saying I get it from a personal standpoint. I'm not a speedster. I run at a normal pace. I'm just saying that it would make sense that that would be the case. I feel awful, <laughs> 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 but it's there, you know, it's low yeah. hanging fruit and sometimes you just got to pick it. Anyway, yeah. point is... <laughs> Point is, they've got some problems. And like this episode in particular, it seemed insanely obvious. Uh, if if we didn't know from an audience standpoint what was going on, I feel like we would have known by this episode. And hopefully it'll become very clear next episode as Iris is giving him very un-Iris-like advice uh, and as she is connecting with him in Not At All. Um, well, what's funny though is the advice that she gave him this time was very Iris advice. It no, it wasn't very Iris advice. It was helpful. I'm not saying. I mean, he was able to kind of pull something from it, but it was almost like a very. It was it was Iris advice through a Bizarro mirror, right? She she would have given him the pep talk. Interesting. She would have given him the pep talk to be like, "You are more than your superpowers," because she's yeah. given him that pep talk before. Yeah, yeah, you're. Yeah, you know what, Bell? Yeah, but instead of instead of it being a situation where it's truthful and it's coming from the real iris there's all there's an ulterior motive there right 100 percent. and and so yeah it's it's uh, again it's the whole they're the same person just one is a mirror reflection that's like under the control of ava that's evil it's it's i'm I'm telling you there's an ed uh, an ed ego thing that's going on to some extent i mean i don't i don't get the sense that the the iris in the mirror is anything other than just iris like i don't think that there's something that's been removed from her but I do get the sense that the part of her that has been copied or the part of her that is a mirror version of her uh, is most definitely like. Well, let me throw you like a, 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 an ego or yeah, like the it ego. I, I can't remember which one's which, but whichever one is very much like um, kind of impulse drive. Yeah. Like I, I had previously stated that it was, you know, uh, her ambition and her drive and all those things turned it to 11. Right. Like, um, 
but I, I, I think it's a thing where it's just, it's, it's just a mirror clone of Iris. that's under the control of Ava and Ava is, you know, the mirror Iris is master. And so they're the same person, right? It's just one is under the control of somebody else. I don't think there's there's ever going to be a situation where it's going to be mirror Iris is like help me. I'm I'm good now. I'm free. That's never going to happen. That's not what's going to yeah. happen. Uh, they're they're going to swap back right and and I I, I kind of feel like since they're both reflections of one another that there's going to be some kind of exposition where they explain that what happened to one happened to the other. And so we're gonna we're gonna see when when we get real Iris back. There's going to be that hey you know. All that stuff that I said, that's still me, except for the bad stuff. <laughs> like it's, it's going to be a thing where we're, we're going to. Well, but no, I think I think the bad stuff is true, too. Like, I, I really do. I think that the we're you know, I think it's going to end up being kind of that's a version like, you know, we, we all are who we are based off of what we want other people to see. I mean, you and I right now, we're, we're having this conversation uh, recorded. And so that's a that you know not that this is very different from a conversation we would have if it wasn't recorded but i mean like that's just a an ever present like reality there'd be a lot right? more bleeps <laughs> i kid on your or end or do i on your yeah end. definitely on my uh, end <laughs> certainly on my end I, I will not deny that but but like that's the thing like when it when it comes down to it like I think that we are just seeing her unfiltered. I think that it's Iris unfiltered to some extent with the mirror verse, but that's a good point. Um, and Iris flash and the chat is, is kind of reiterating that as well. It was very much Iris advice. It was just Iris advice and kind of a, not as tactfully considerate or a, a filtered capacity. Yeah. And I think the big change is going to be when um, mirror Iris tries to convince him to get rid of his like not 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 get rid of his speed but like use it more to, to try to drain it out right that's when we're going to see the biggest difference because that's going to be not iris advice because that's coming from ava yes because barry like iris needed barry to defeat sunshine so that she could get the part that ava needed therefore we got the iris advice right um right. now ava needs the flash of speed gun iris would never try to do that to barry and so that's what's going to be the biggest change here and that's i think it's going to be the, the trigger that barry finally realizes something's up so let's talk about sunshine real quick so of course uh, a villain by all accounts it appears to be a villain who is created for the series um I, I was not one that i was familiar with uh the only two sunshine uh connections that i could find in dc comics we're in no way connected to this character. Uh, you can see immediately the Dr. Light, um, you know, nature of her costume with kind of the black and white. Uh, we also got a confirmation more verbally stated that Ava, uh, her background, or at least kind of what her end game was, had to do with converting light to energy. When I heard converting light to energy, I thought, OMG science. Bell's probably loving that statement yeah. right now. Um, but uh, for the most part, like we, we did get kind of this realization that there is a reason why black hole is very specifically working with light based metas. However, they're not exclusive to metas. We, we had kind of the, the back and forth between, um, you know, frost and, uh, sunshine to that effect that sunshine, you know, mentions that frost would have, uh, you know, made a good addition to, to black holes. So they're not exclusively seeking out light based metas, but now that we know that Ava's research or whatever it may have been is tied specifically to light, there is likely a connection here. It is not an accident that all of the metas that we've seen have light-based powers. And hopefully that'll come to fruition very, very soon. I'm very curious to see what all, uh, the way in which that all plays out. 
Uh, Bell, any kind of quick thoughts into why we might be seeing like what what at the end of the day is Ava's uh, end game besides freeing herself? Yeah, I you know I don't know. I I think it's gonna. I still think it's gonna have something to do with the Speed Force. I really think that's kind of where. Um, uh, Godspeed has come from is like them trying to alter the speed force or tap into it or manipulate it in some way. Uh, and for some reason, light seems to be the way to do that. And so they have all these light based metas based off of that. And I, I really liked sunshine. I thought that was a really cool power set. Um, and like bending light and things like that was really, really neat. Um, I, I kind of hope we see more of her. Um, I thought, I thought it was a really neat power set. And for some reason, now correct me if I'm wrong, that wasn't the same actress who played Nora's friend in the future, was it? No, I don't think so. Because um, for some reason, they looked really familiar in my head. And I, I'd have to go back and look and see. But I thought that would be kind of interesting if, if it was. Yeah, I need to revisit it. By the way, the, that scene where she's taking on Joe and Singh is, is pretty incredible. Singh, uh, you know, they, they mentioned, of course, that there's this potential leak in the um yeah a mole. In the precinct yeah which is interesting that seems to kind of play in probably uh directly with with black hole in the future always great to see sabangi back yep. shout out to sabangi and uh captain singh for for uh you know it's one of those things like they it's it he's 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 a fan favorite and a great supporting character um and it's kind of one of those situations where he had to take a step back for Joe to take a step up, but I don't really think we've seen much of Joe this season. Yeah. So it's kind of like we lost both well, of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's been, uh, but it was great to kind of have them, you know, back to back with the, the buddy cop situation going on. All right, man. So there you go. Let us know what your thoughts are. What is Ava's like up to? What is her end game? Uh, those that are tuning in live, feel free to put in the chat. Some of your thoughts more. We'll, I'll share those here in a minute. Um, but yeah, what do we do? We'd love to know what your thoughts are. Uh, send those in. Newsflash. All right. Yeah, newsflash, man. Okay, so I don't want to spend too much time on this because, you know, this is a good time for us to kind of enjoy escapism. But the reality is, is that we're all very much aware of what's going on in the world right now. You know, Bell, I, you know, I think I told somebody this just the other day. When I was a kid, I always wanted to live in a sci-fi movie, but but this was not, this wasn't that movie. <laughs> I want to live in Star Trek <laughs> sci-fi movie, not 28 yeah. Days Later sci-fi I, movie, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I wanted to be in Star Wars, but it, but not, but not this, this, yeah. No, this honestly, not, I'd, this I'd was rather not live in Star Trek. Movie. Star Wars well, is very then, you know, gritty and dirty, and there's still a lot of bad things that go on there. That's true, but you get lightsabers, so it is a trade-off. Yeah. Here's the thing. We're not in Star Wars or Star Trek. We're in the real world, and right now the real world feels a little bit like science fiction, and that's something that I think a lot of us are dealing with. Um, but the reality is, at least here in America, you know, uh, we've got the uh, you know social distancing has been very much kind of a topical, a, a buzzword at the moment because all of us are to the extent that we are able quarantining ourselves and trying to, you know, make sure that we spread out this virus one way or the other, it's going to, um, hit all, if not most of us, uh, well, it's going to, yeah, that, no, that it's going to hit all, if not most of us. And for the vast majority of us that are, you know, healthy, young, uh, we're going to get sick and we're going to be okay, but there's a lot of folks that, that will not be the case. And on top of that, um, we need to make sure that it doesn't hit all at once and overwhelm our healthcare system to the extent that other people that are suffering from other issues beyond just this one illness uh, don't die from lack of care. You know, not to make, not to get all serious and real world here, but I mean, like that's just the reality. We're living in a very serious time right now, and that seriousness is affecting a lot of things um, from every single angle of life. And of course, the television and the fun that we go to is kind of our escapism from normal life on the extremes and less than. 
uh, is also impacted by this as well. We know that The Flash was uh, in the process of filming the latter half of the season when all of this started going down. They made the choice, uh, wisely I believe, to postpone the um, uh, the production of the series, which means that at the very least, the release schedule is probably going to be thrown off. We don't know what this is going to look like. We don't know how this is going to impact story, but in all likelihood, it will, but we don't know how. Um, so if you have not been aware, if, if you weren't aware of this fact, uh, this is going to, in some form or fashion, impact the latter half of this season in terms of when the episodes will come out, if certain episodes will come out, how the stories are resolved, if the stories will be able to be resolved. So many unknowns, but we are going to do our best to keep you up to date here. So uh, it was fun bringing back Newsflash last week. Mm. It might be less fun going forward, <laughs> but one way or the other, Newsflash is back as a regular segment until we know what's going on. Now, one way or the other, uh, we do have a, a break here over the next couple of weeks, if I'm not mistaken, um, uh, until the next episode of The Flash. I don't believe, I think that is a regularly scheduled break, but I could be wrong. Um, one way or the other, uh, as we know more, we'll keep y'all up to date. And we would love to, by the way, bring y'all some more content during, uh, during the break as well. We'll probably have a movie review to be able to put out for you to enjoy uh, Joker. Um, we hadn't done that one yet. We have not done Joker. So there's some good, there's some good panel to screen type of uh, episodes coming your way during the break. And um, yeah, we want to continue making that content for you, but uh, yeah, <laughs> this is, this is the world we live in guys. And um, anyway, y'all stay, stay healthy, stay safe. It stinks that this is impacting the show, but at the same time, it's worth it because we're talking about life and death. You know, we, we, we have fun talking about, you know, uh, fantasy and super heroics, but there are some real heroic people doing some really heroic things right now. And at the moment you too can be heroic and, uh, and washing your hands, doing the simple task of washing your hands, doing your best to kind of, uh, distance yourself from other folks. I know for many nerds out there, that's like, Oh, you, (laughs) you you need me to distance myself from other people. Yeah. Yeah. A a lot of, a lot of us nerds are kind of sitting there going like, that's what we do all the time anyway. I know we've been saving the world since day one, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but in all seriousness, though, like this, this is this is a very important thing, and and it, it's been it's been proven uh, time and time again. Uh, the the nineteen seventeen pandemic flu that we had, uh, where in the U.S. Uh, one city ignored the the it wasn't the CDC back then, but they held a parade. Uh, Two hundred thousand people were in, were in this parade, and uh, then another city um, basically did the same thing that we're doing now: the social distancing stuff. And um, one city had thousands upon thousands of cases and deaths. It, it, it's the flattening the curve thing. I know, like, just just Google flattening the curve. Like, that's exactly what, like you look at the big curve. That was the city that had the parade. You look at the small curve. That was a city that that practiced the social distancing. Um, and 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 it really is important. You might not think, well, I'm I'm young, I'm healthy, I'm not going to get sick. But it's not about you, right? It's about your loved ones, about other people's loved ones, immunocompromised people, elderly people, young, like, like babies, things like that. Well, and if, and, and I'll put it this way, Bill, I mean, the reality is, is if you are, I mean, like, let's just say that you don't even care about that. Let's say that you are kind of just selfish on the standpoint of like taking care of yourself. The reality is, is that the system, if the system has to take care of all of these increased cases, then they can't take care of you. So if an emergency happens to you, you're out of luck. Yeah. So, you know, ideally, you don't need that selfish reason, but at the same time, the reality is there are selfish reasons as well. Yeah. I mean, if you're immune to it and you get hit by a bus and there's not a bed for you, you know, SOL buddy. Yeah. I mean, that's just the reality. Yeah. So one way or the other, um, 
take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Um, we will continue to uh, provide you, uh, you know, entertainment and find fun ways over the next several weeks to, um, have some fun about the flash time travel, comic book movies, things that don't matter in the sense that they do matter because sometimes a little escapism, a little kind of uh, stress relief is all you need. And to some extent, I'm really sorry for even having this brief conversation because I know, you know, you didn't tune into the, like you tune in this podcast for some escape. And, um, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think like we need a break from time to time. And so if we can help provide that break for you, that's what we want to do. Thank y'all so much for listening. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep you, uh, we'll keep you up to date as we know more. Hey, this is Patrick Sabongi and you're listening to flash TV talk. All right. Listener feedback. Okay, man. We got some good listener feedback in um, on Twitter. Actually, I want to throw this in here from Natalie on Twitter. What did she have to say? I love how menacing the reverse flash is. I'm ready to have the regular Irish back. Yes, 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 yes. The regular Iris back for Sorry. sure. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I was like, I was sitting there like just thinking like, who is Irish? <laughs> well, it is St. Patrick's Day, but no, 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 man. Yeah, uh, absolutely. hundred um, percent. Tom Cavanaugh plays a great reverse flash. He does. And I would not be surprised if we see him, you know, uh, taking up the mantle again in the future as Omega Wells as reverse flash. I like Matt Lessinger as the reverse flash, but I think I know Tom Cavanaugh is just he embodies him. He's I mean, he really owned that character, uh, but he owns every character. So who knows what what the case looks like? And, uh, you know, again, just a great uh, just a super, super evil, super evil dude. You love to see it. Uh, man, we also got another email in. This one's coming in from Jason Young. What did Jason have to say? All right, hear me out. Barry and Cisco makes his own speed force, which is actually the negative speed force. There being a negative speed force is what fixes the speed force. Eobard takes the equipment to harness the negative speed force, and that's how we get the reverse flash to begin with. Cisco realizes that he made yet another bad guy. Uh, the one who had done the most harm to Team Flash thinks he's caused more harm than good and quits to be a regular guy. Hmm. Whoa, hmm. Jason. <laughs> Jason. Jason. You've just you've just set off the lightning bolts in Bo's brain. That's fascinating. So, but but here's the ultimate question though: Is there a rev- uh, a, a, a negative speed force right now? it depends it depends because that's the question that i have if there's not and eobard would be using his own negative speed force reserves then i think you're onto something here jason but if there is a negative speed force already then that kind of throws some complications into thing. Either way, I like where your brain is at, Jason. I think that's a really, really neat idea, especially the Cisco part, because <laughs> we've mentioned that numerous times. It's like the guy who makes the most villains on the show is Cisco, uh, not Thinker, not like, you know, the original, like, you know, H.G. Abard. Uh, Cisco just makes villains with it. He gives guns to people, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> but I, I literally made Gilded Glider her gun. Yeah. Yeah. Made uh, made Captain Cold his gun, Heat Wave his gun, uh, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's that would be a really interesting way to send off Cisco. It would be a very sad way for him to go, a very tragic way for him to go, but interesting. Wow, wow. I I, I need to marinate on that one a little <laughs> bit more. Honestly. We're gonna have like an, we're gonna have another an entire speedster speculation section next week about this one listener feedback and that's hilarious it's it's fascinating no like the idea that i could very easily see cisco being the creation of the negative speed force 
and Eobard taking full credit for it. That I can definitely see. Like they are, they are literally doing that. Wouldn't that be neat? Wouldn't that be really, that really, be really interesting? But that's the thing, though. Yeah. It's it's post crisis. Is Eobard still from the far future? I think what we're seeing is Eobard is a specter who is grasping on anything he has access to to stay alive. No, no, I no. Think that's I, who he's I, been since the beginning. Like since the beginning. Since since well since the end of season one so since season two I think literally yeah 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 but what I'm saying is is like you know so so Jason's saying he's going to get the reverse speed force technology the 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 negative speed force technology that they create and take it and essentially create himself right Barry and Cisco are going to do the work he's going to take it create himself go back in time try to kill Barry Allen and start the cycle over dang but what I'm trying to say is what I'm trying to figure out here does that mean that a post crisis world Ebert Thawne is not from 2237 or whatever it is. No, I think, I think he, he has to be a future, future Eobard is so like, that's, that's, it's paramount to the character. So I, but I think that there's still an element of that that could fit into that theory. That's where I just need to, I need to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I love that. I love where your head's at, Jason. Yeah. I love where your head's at. That's a great, Ooh, that gets me excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's the deal. As I mentioned, this episode on the whole it had OG Team Flash. It had Eobard Thawne. It had uh, Patrick Sabange, Captain Singh coming back. It had... Uh, uh, it had, had Harry. It had Harry. It, it had, had a reference to Nora. Yeah. Which I love. And I got to tell you, so I walked away from this episode feeling like, why didn't this not land with me? And I don't know if it's just the the current emotional state that I've found myself in over the last couple of days that might that that likely has something to do with it but I don't know man I think for whatever reason I was having a hard time getting excited about this episode because it just so much of it landed on Nash's like setting up Nash as the one true Wells and I have a hard time getting behind that as a premise everything else I loved about this episode the stuff we learned about Mirror Master huge um ready to get our real Iris back or at least spend more time with the real Iris but I'm, but I love, I love the revelations there. Eobard becoming, you know, getting kind of an explanation for how Eobard is still around. Loved that. Loved the explanation for Mega Wells. But all of this hanging on Nash is the one true Wells. I'm just having a hard time with. I really am. Well, hopefully, it's going to be a situation where um, we have Nash. Like I, I could see it going this way, where Nash is like, you know, it was my fault. It was my responsibility. Um, so. You know, I'm going to make my amends and then. Oh, you, he might end up sacrificing himself to save Allegra. I, That's kind of a way. No, I, I I think instead it'd be kind of a situation where it's like a Killer Frost kind of situation where Killer Frost and Caitlin have this have this kind of deal where it's like he is all the Wellses. And so if all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to back off and let Harry come out or I'm going to back off and let Sherlock come out or, you know, a situation like that. So we get more Wellses we we don't have a multiverse anymore, but we still have multiple Wellses. Okay. Okay. I, I hope that's the case. That would sound kind of cool. By the way, love that, that Caitlin uh, Frost kind of popping in on the doctor's orders things. That was yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That was neat. Great moment. Um, oh, so, you know, overall, I, I don't know where I land on this episode. I was hoping I'd have more of a firm grasp of it, but I, I, there is a lot of it I liked. And I think maybe I just need to rest in that. Like there's just a lot of the components I liked, if not the, the way in which it was overall constructed. Um, but there you go. That's our take. We would love hearing y'all's feedback uh, and sharing that as well. 
Mystic Celeste one says uh, Jason has given us some uh, some very serious thought. It could be something. I think you're right, Mystic. I think you're absolutely right. So let's all marinate on that one because I think there might be something there. We'll definitely have a couple of weeks to do so. Uh, during that time, hopefully we'll have at least one episode out y'all's way, a review of Joker, um, which I'm very much looking forward to uh, talking to you about, oh, Bell. Harley Quinn uh and and the and the birds of prey is going to be Ooh. coming out on uh for 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 digital rent here pretty soon well we might be going full villain then over the next couple of weeks i i would really like to see that movie and i'm not going to a theater <laughs> like ever again that's yeah. not true yeah but yeah this, this might actually you know this might be the time for some uh, rose-colored retrospectives we haven't done that in a Ooh, while well, yeah. well let's let's throw that to the patrons and see uh and or we see could do like you know is. we could we could review pandemic movies like outbreak or contagion uh, or- <laughs> i'm not no you know what I'm not in a space to do that, buddy. Man, I've, <laughs> I'm really not. I, I, we've been watching all of those, and it's uh, and, and documentaries as well. Uh, the documentaries are, the, are 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 heartbreaking because these are movies that came out a year ago, three years ago, five years ago, and they are literally describing to a T the situation that we are in today because buddy, of like, buddy, we we quarantined this talk to one segment. We need to we need to just <laughs> let's go ahead. Like, I, I don't want to leave people here. I want I want to look forward to the content that we have coming your way. And of course, if you want to keep up with us throughout the week, uh, you can follow us on the Twitter at Flash TV Talk is the show's handle. You can also reach out to us through our uh, personal handle as well. I'm at the Real Bo York, and Bell is at Ring That Bell. But if 280 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at potastery.com that's p-o-d-a-s-t-e-r-y.com we got some good stuff available for you at facebook.com slash flash tv talk or if you want to tune in for live shows or live hangouts or whatever you want to call it you can also find us here at twitch.tv slash the real york which yes that is my personal twitch handle and i do apologize for that <laughs> And as always, special thanks to Charlie Bot for providing the music for our show. You can listen to the rest of his awesome stuff at soundcloud.com slash charliebot. And that's going to do it for us for this week. But don't worry, with everything that's going on, there's one thing that we can guarantee, and that is that we will be back in a flash. <laughs>